Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 115 of Season 5 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we yippee our way through the 1990 Bruce Willis action film Die Hard 2 Die Harder, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me today on uh, the basically final week of this uh, season is Sean German of the Next Team Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Sean. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh, it's great to be back. Thank you for having me. Well, it's it's again as as I as I said last season. Also, it's not the same. Not recording with you, uh, you know, uh, across the desk, but but still, you know, it's still fun. Well, yeah, we, we have to make do, do you know. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. the show must go on. Yeah. That it must, especially when we're five thousand miles apart and. You know, <laughs> and I don't have any plans to travel in the near future. So, right. yeah. so well, someday I'll have to return the favor and record, you know, I'll have to visit your recording studio. You're more than welcome to come to Israel whenever you want. And we will we will gladly find time to host you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Just just let me know when you're coming. You know, okay. <laughs> I, I need I need I need just a few hours preparation. You know, a little warning. Yeah, that's yeah, a little, a little bit of warning. So episode 115 begins with Holly pausing before jumping and ends with Sam Coleman showing she's a sentimental at heart. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, the, the, this whole week we've, we've been dealing with, uh, you know, getting rid of the bad guys, the planes, finding ways of, of landing, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, in the next few days also about some of the strange things that happened there. But uh basically the northeast plane has stopped and you know we saw we saw yesterday some of the passengers uh, getting out and you know jumping onto the uh, chute and stuff like that and this minute opens with holly standing in the doorway uh she she looks a little scared because she she's holding on with dear life to both sides of the door frame did you notice that yes yes i did and, yeah and she's also being held up by three people you know the two stewardesses and uh, the old lady with with the taser, mm-hmm. and you know maybe it's that she maybe, it it looks as if you know she wants to jump but they don't want to let her that type of thing. You know, like I gotta get out of here, I gotta get out of here, but you know they're holding her back or something like that. You know, it's not as if they're trying to push her out the out the out the door or anything. Yeah, like yeah, and her it it looks like uh, I don't know if her like her knees are buckling and maybe they're helping her. To like steady her and, and keep her upright, but uh, it does seem unusual that at this point, like you'd think they'd want to get people off the plane and kind of keep keep the flow moving down the slide. But uh, yeah, right. they are they are steadying her and holding her still and not yeah not pushing her out off the plane and down the slide. Right. It could be that they're just like standing there for for like the the picture before you know the before the you know they they move along. <laughs> You know, like someone standing there yeah. with with a with a camera, getting ready yeah. to take a picture of them. Yeah, I was thinking if you've yeah. ever done, um, if you've ever been on a cruise, which I've only done, I think twice in my life, but like a you know like a seven day Caribbean cruise or Mediterranean cruise. But uh, at least the the two times I did something like that, they have someone you know a photographer waiting with a like a scenic background as you board the the boat when you first get on at the the start of the the cruise. 
they take everyone's picture and then they, like later that evening they're available and you can buy them. So uh, yeah, maybe they right. do something similar for uh, for airplane disasters. They could be. Take your picture. I mean, I, I was I was on a cruise also. I think we I think we went four four, four summers ago. We were on a cruise. Uh, basically, the uh, uh, yeah they 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 took our picture also. Uh, I mm-hmm. I don't I don't think we 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 paid for it. <laughs> I don't think we got one. I think we just took our own, I think we took our own pictures. You know, I think that's what it was more or okay. less. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it it just looks a little strange. Yeah. Do they still do the thing? And this is going way back um, on, on holiday things or um, they used to they would take your picture and I don't even know what to call it. They would put it in a little almost like a Viewmaster viewer type thing, a little picture viewer that you could hold up to the light. Only it'd be um, just like this little plastic dongle with only the single picture. But that way you could carry the picture around with you. But it was something maybe, maybe an inch long and half an inch in diameter. Just a little. You mean what they what they used to, what they used to? I, I know what you're talking about. There's a keychain. Mm-hmm. It was a keychain type of thing where where you can look into it and it's like a kaleidoscope type of thing. And then you, you know right, it's, yeah. it's a small little keychain. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't yeah, think little, I've seen those in years, but I remember I remember them. Keychain, yeah, a little keychain kaleidoscope, and you'd have your picture. I remember going to the Catskills with my grandparents in like the 70s, and they would you know yeah take a group picture and then put it in one of those yeah little kaleidoscopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I guess they don't do that on cruises anymore. Um, I guess not. I don't know. They uh, they didn't on the one that we were on. Yeah, but may, maybe they maybe in the uh, maybe in the eighties they did it for airplane disasters. Maybe. Well, then ninety or the nineties. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Ninety. Right. And anyway, uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. so, uh, so Holly she's, pauses she's, a moment before uh, before exiting the plane. Yes, she's pausing, and we hear screaming in the background because we saw it yesterday also <laughs> that John mm-hmm. is. Is like running and screaming, Holly, yeah, Holly, yeah. Like, uh, Holly, Stella, Adrian, exactly. oh Adrian, it's Holly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, and trying to basically... find his wife through, uh, yeah, the, the the metals and the masses of uh, people escaping the disaster. That's right. That's right. And it, it it it's funny that I mean we'll we'll see a little bit later uh, in over the next couple of days how close all of these planes are to one another. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this was the first plane to land. So you'd think that John would have gotten there first. Right. Um, you know, before, I mean, I, we, we know that Holly's probably like in business class or first class. So she should be theoretically one of the first to get out. Mm-hmm. We, we, there's tons of people already on the ground. So I don't know. And they, they, they changed the, the music a little bit. And we get a, a shot of John, you know, walking or... or Walking briskly towards towards the plane, you know, it's a good thing he knows which plane Holly is on. It's a good thing there's only one plane from each of these different uh, airlines. You know, like what would yeah. what would he have done if there were three Northeast Airlines that that were landing? You know, only one from L.A., the other two from I don't know Boston and Detroit. Who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a lot more a lot more confusion there. Because I mean, that's the way it works today. <laughs> you don't go to the airport and see just one. Uh, you know, one plane from American Airlines and one plane from uh, uh, I'm trying to even remember which airlines are still around, you know. Yeah, TWA, <laughs> I, I don't say. think that's 
No, TWA isn't around anymore. That yeah. I know. It, it Delta Delta is still around. So yeah, okay. So one one Delta and one uh, one American Airlines and one I don't know. And I wonder, I, mean, you, if, you can... I wonder if that was on purpose. So like, so we don't have you know people like us that like to nitpick things, wondering well how did you know how does John know which plane uh, Holly's on? Well, and they're like, well, okay, we'll just have each plane be from a different airline, and there you go. That's right. I mean, if you if, uh, smarty podcast. That's right. Uh, a few months ago, we 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 saw the boards, and we saw where all the airlines were from. I'm trying to remember if there was more than one from different uh, places. Every airline is different. Okay. You know, on the on the first shot that we have here with three, six, nine, we have 10 airlines and they're all completely different uh, airlines. And then in the second shot, it has the airlines also. And there are a few that, that well, you have departures and, and arrivals. So like you, you have the HEA airline where it's departing to Chicago, but you also have an HEA arriving from Newark. But on the board of arrivals and on the board of departures, none of them uh, uh, repeat themselves on the same board. Okay. So there we go. We have we have an answer to that. They they decided that they're going to make brand new airlines for every single one of them, so that we don't have to worry about trying to remember who's on which airline. Then we get a shot of uh, John, and you can tell that it's really cold because of of the 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 air the puff of air coming out of his mouth mm -hmm. you know? yeah we can see yeah we can see their breath we can see like the you know, like if the snow lands in their hair it doesn't melt right away well you you do know that there there's no real snow in any frame in this movie <laughs> i know it's all i'm trying to keep up the know. illusion no 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 i'm saying they, they just had a lot of problems when they were making this movie that they yes, weren't able yes. to get any any real uh, real snow. Every everything just had mishap after mishap after mishap. Snow's tough. I guess they should add that to like the old saying of never work with children, animals, or snow. Just because, uh, yeah, this this would not be the first production that had such issues with uh, you know weather yeah. and snow. And uh, always Correct. seems like it doesn't snow when you want it, and then when you don't want it, that's when the snow comes. It's very misbehaving. Correct. That's right. And yeah. and part of the problem is, I mean, this movie is it it, it needs the snow for its plot. So mm -hmm. you know, they, they, you know, if anyone if anyone wants to go and listen to the commentary from Ernie Harland, you you should because he talks all about it about how difficult it was <laughs> dealing with all the different types of fake snow that they mm -hmm. needed to do. You know, they even like trucked in snow, and then when they were getting ready to take it out, it had it all frozen, and then it was like <laughs> pieces of ice instead of the snow. Yeah, they, they they really didn't uh, they didn't do well with that one. Yeah, yeah. They had similar issues on the um on the set of uh, of uh, Groundhog Day. Um, John Ramis talks about having similar issues. Now, snow Harold, isn't quite Harold as much. Harold Ramis. Of, sorry, thank you, <laughs> Harold <laughs> Ramis. But I don't know where my head's at. Um, John McLean. Yeah, John McLean. You know, Harold Ramis makes sense. Uh, yeah, ha Harold Ramis talks about similar issues. Um, on the set of, of Groundhog Day, where snow isn't quite as much of a character as it is um, in this film, but it does play into some of the scenes. And um, they also had uh, yeah, so, some some challenges there, uh, which you can hear about more on my podcast, wow. Groundhog Minute. So, uh, so check that out. There you go. Get that, it's, get it's that great, plug in. That's what, the great way to do it. You know, no, nothing about that. No, nothing wrong with that. The music changes and we get like melodramatic music 
you know, as as John is searching for for Holly, and then he looks up, and then we get a shot of her looking down, and we see their eyes lock. Yes. You know, and and John finally finds the Northeast Airline plane, and then we see Holly, you know, jump down on the chute and comes right into his arms. You know, very very emotional, very romantic, the way that they do it. And then we hear someone scream in the back, "Come on, we got you!" Oh oh, you're gonna be all right, ma'am. <laughs> and then the the two of them embrace as as a firefighter puts a blanket on her and they they start hugging again and then John says oh god oh baby i thought i was never going to see you again and she responds that's what i thought about you and then he says i love you so much and then you know as they're embracing you can also see like the the blood smears on her face from from his bandages you know that mm-hmm. that that have now opened up once again and then yeah he's he's quite bloody in this scene yeah yeah, he really is. But it shows her love for him that she's still willing to to hug him, you know, uh, with with all the yeah. blood coming out of his body. Yeah, with all the blood blood smearing all over her clothes and her face, you know. And then, uh, you know, he says, "I love you so much," and she says, "They told me there were terrorists at the airport." <laughs> That's a, yeah, you know, I, I heard that. Too. Think about that. If if someone says to you, "I love you so much." The proper response is not, they told me there were terrorists at the airport. <laughs> you know, I, I dare anybody, yourself included, Sean, if, if your significant other says to you, I love you so much, and you respond, but they told me there were terrorists at the airport, you know, uh, someone's going to be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I might try that line, and then um, I may immediately get a chance to test your... Uh... <laughs> to test your hospitality because I may need a place to stay if, if I ever <laughs> well you can have to get on a plane for that but yeah <laughs> no problem <laughs> yeah but uh yeah that is an odd sort of it's an odd response and just an odd thing to say because obviously I mean well I guess maybe it, I mean she hasn't been at the airport but it, it certainly isn't for our benefit like as the audience like why would the writers have you know just the character say that line like we know we saw the terrorists like we know there are terrorists at the airport you don't have to tell us. No, but she's telling John because maybe John doesn't know. That's true. Yeah. Because what does John have to do with terrorists? Yeah. What does John have to John? It, if you hear the word terrorist, John is completely on the other side of the building. You know, he's not there. He's yeah. He's no, running he has away. Nothing to do with it. Right. Right. That's right. So I I don't know. A very interesting response. That's and and uh, you know if we want to dissect it, who told her that there were terrorists at the airport? You know who told her? <clears throat> she said they told me. Yeah. Who? Thornburg? Which you've heard, yeah, heard that from Thornburg, or maybe after they landed, it, you know, maybe they, the, um, from the stewardesses, the uh, airline attendants. I mean, they know something's going on. Right. Okay. And anyone who's listening to the, to the news report knows something is going on about terrorists or whatever it is. But it's just very strange for her to say, they told me there were terrorists. It's a, a strange way of saying it. You know, we'll, we'll see <laughs> later if it's, yeah. if it's actually in the script. Now it could have been yeah. that she mentions it because it was just mentioned to her. Because maybe they didn't, you know, Thornburg wasn't relaying what he was, you know, what he knew, and they didn't, you know, they didn't on the plane. They really didn't know what was going on. But then once they've landed, they see all the emergency vehicles and the flashing lights on the runway and everything else that's going on. So maybe there was, you know, maybe that, you know, the passengers are wondering, hey, what's, um, you know, why is everything so hectic here on the ground? And then that's maybe right. they, you know, an announcement is made. Oh, there were, you know, there were terrorists at the airport, and that's why, 
um, we have you know the, the the fire trucks and the police and all the the big response that you you have exactly to. they they say attention ladies and gentlemen please get off the plane in an orderly fashion because there were terrorists here but they're no longer <laughs> there are are. terrorists yeah <laughs> there were terrorists at That's the airport right. so you see there you go there there there's the they who told who told them that there were terrorists at the airport <laughs> yeah. And I mean, John does have a great response. He goes, yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> always, you know, downplaying, always the underplay, the casual John McClane. So, yeah, I, gotcha. I might've heard something about that. Yeah. And what, what, what I like about this whole thing is, is that, you know, uh, at the end of the first Die Hard, the, the two of them, you know, embraced, but they seem to be, they, they, they're, in, they're embracing more in this movie, mm-hmm. which is somewhat ironic because, you know, on the one hand, we know that in Die Hard 1, their, their, their marriage was on the outs. You know, they were having trouble or whatever it is. In this movie, theoretically, everything is fine as far right. as we know because, you know, I mean, he offers to take her to, to, to go to a motel, you know, and not go to her parents and she agrees. So, you know, it, there, there's no animosity between the two of them here. So it makes sense to show, okay, their marriage in this past year or two, depending on how long it's been since since the events at Nakatomi, that, the, you know, things have gotten better for them, which is great. Uh, unfortunately, they never really explain what happens uh, between now and the third movie, because in the third movie, they're really on the outs. So, right. You know, but but I but I like the fact that they show the fact that the two of them are are literally back together here. So I, I think it's done well, at least for at least for now, for today, for this scene. All is correct, well. correct, correct. Later, later on in a few days, she's gonna have a little scowl on her face, but we'll we'll get there. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll figure out why that happened. Who knows? Yeah. And <laughs> and then you know, as they're they're once again embracing. We we get a shot of Sam Coleman, uh, you know, with with her uh, cameraman, and with uh, you know the the sound guy, and she like points to the camera guy, and like taps him, and and you know points in the direction of of John and Holly, you know that he should he should start filming, and then we we hear him say, uh, "God, that's beautiful," and then the sound man goes, "Yeah." And then she looks at them, takes a deep breath and goes, yep. <laughs> you know, the, these are people with very interesting things to say. You know, we get a God that's beautiful, <laughs> yeah, and a yup. Yep. You know, some, some things I guess just you don't have to, you don't have to state. It's it just, you know, it, it's just the way it is. The, you know, you don't, you don't need to, to, to go into detail as to what you're trying to say. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yes. some, sometimes even... Even a seasoned reporter like Sam Coleman can be at a loss for words and just Correct. let the scene play out, you know. That's right. And uh, she she does a nice job of that. So that, 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 that works. That's pretty much how this minute ends. Yeah. This is a really key minute. I mean, it's only... Uh, one minute of of the film, but this scene and the well, scene every like, every day we've only we only talk about one minute. <laughs> every minute is about a minute, but uh, this this minute in particular was was yeah. a minute. But um, this is key because going back to the the discussion that I think more more plays out with the first film with Die Hard than Die Hard Two. But the you know the perennial question is, um, you know, is 
are, are these holiday films? Is this a holiday film? Is it a Christmas film? And, and I think key for me in so many Christmas films or holiday films is, uh, or movies, um, is the theme of uh, getting back home or reuniting with family where people are separated and they have to get back together again, um, you know, trying to get you know, home for the holidays and that sort of thing. And so these, these scenes at the end just kind of, and the, the, the theme plays out throughout the film. It isn't just a tag on at the end, but um, it really hits home. If, if there's any doubt, if you haven't picked up on it, um, you know, these, these scenes that come, you know, these minutes at the end of uh, the Die Hard films, when uh, when Johnny and Holly are reunited, really just drive home that, you know, the theme of, uh, uh, you know, a family of, uh, you know, the couple of love and, and just and being reunited and the importance of, uh, you know, being together and really kind of cements, right, which, it, cements it as a holiday film fair in, in my mind. Right. Which is actually something that they even try to do in in Die Hard with a Vengeance, which we will get to two seasons from now. But but the the way that it's played out there is is the end of the movie he's going to make a phone call you know so mm -hmm. that makes sense also yeah so yeah you're 100 percent right you know i i i figured that after we we went through uh in the first i heard talking about whether you know getting everyone's opinion as to whether it's a holiday movie or not you know just about everyone said it was <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so so i didn't even bother having so to, to trying to think about it here Right. It goes without yeah. saying. So that's there right. You go. I mean, and but then and I said it. And I that's right. And and this is more or less the way that that uh, Holly and John spend uh, their their holiday season together. You know, there's it's not a holiday season in the McLean household if there aren't terrorists trying to kill you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, come on. That would just be a boring uh, holiday season. Come on. Yeah. You know, that you know, you know, some families it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's that one uncle who always has too much to drink or some families it's the smoke alarm going off. If, uh, you know, when something gets burnt in the kitchen and then, uh, some families it's international terrorism. That's just the way that's right. uh, every family has their own traditions. That's right. That's right. And the McLean, this is the McLean tradition. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, the, the the script, which we're, we're we're getting towards the end, we're on we're on the, actually the second to last page of the script of the this uh, for this movie, and so it, it starts off with it says McLean says Holly 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 in the plane door, hears this just as she goes down the rescue chute, ushered by by the stewardess controlling their own tears. Okay, I, now I don't know if those tears are meant to be you know tears of joy that they're being that they've been rescued or maybe they're tears because, Oh, it's so romantic that John is trying to, 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 to find Holly this way. I don't know. Which, which do you think they're referring to here? Um, I think just emotional tears, the tears of release that this, you know, emotional traumatic experience is over. Right. I don't know if it's specifically for, you know, John and Holly, just right. a, a tears of emotion. Correct. Okay. Makes That's sense. Okay. And then it says uh, McLean catches her at the bottom like a child and carries her away. And then it says the, the news chopper crunches down on the frozen earth near the runway. Sam and her cameraman hit the ground running. They see McLean and Holly embracing. And then she's nursing his wounds, hearing his story. The cameraman brings up his lens. God, 
That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, they cut out the whole thing about, or they added in the movie, the whole thing about the terrorists and the I love you and all that stuff. It's not, not in the script at all. You know, it just shows it, the script has them embracing. That's it. Okay. So sort of a strange addition. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> you know, you you wouldn't think that they would ad lib something like what you think that Bonnie Bedelia decided to ad lib it and say <laughs> You know, they told me they they told us they were terrorists. And go, yeah. <laughs> I heard that too. I, heard I don't that know. Too. <laughs> don't know. All right. So every Friday we have a segment called Where Are They Up To This Weekend? Which is a segment where I test my uh, guests' knowledge and memory about movies that they themselves have either done movies by minute or perhaps some of their favorite movies, something like that. Now, Sean has done a lot of movies, uh, movies by minute style, uh, some of them in larger chunks, some of them in smaller chunks, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the, the the question here is, and now I, I have a list here of, of uh, nine movies for Sean, okay? And oh, no. the question... The, <laughs> and the question is, okay, let, 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 let's just go down, go down the order, okay? At, so we're, we're at an hour and 55 minutes has just ended on Dyer, mm -hmm. okay? What is going on in Groundhog Day at the one hour and 55 minute mark? I, I don't think there is one. That is correct. <laughs> Groundhog, yeah, Groundhog was like 101 Gra minutes, 102. That is correct. Uh, so Groundhog like, you know, Day, an hour 40. So that's there, right, yeah. yeah. Groundhog Day that's, ended 15 that's minutes. That's one ago. thing I found. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I found key for, um, at least for me personally, for success in covering a film one minute at a time is is find a film that doesn't have too many minutes. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so, so so Groundhog Day was was over. The credits were rolling. We're leaving the theater. We're depositing our um, empty popcorn buckets into the appropriate trash. I, I think you're already on your way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about what about Christmas Vacation? What's going on at the one hour and fifty five minute mark in Christmas Vacation? Christmas Vacation. See, that's tough. So that's one that I covered. We covered in chunks, in pieces, not by the minute. So I'm not exactly sure how. But I'm I'm guessing it's also probably about ninety, a hundred minutes. Would it Would it also be over? It is. It's complete. It's completely over. You're even further. Okay. You're closer to home. <laughs> it was an hour and thirty-seven okay. minutes. Say there are some longer comedies. So just saying, oh, it's a comedy, and and therefore it's it's shorter. Um, but it's you know it's not like a Judd Apatow who is notorious for his his comedies you know stretch into two hours. But comedies are generally shorter, um, closer to the ninety or hundred minute mark. It'd be unusual, particularly back in you know the the, the time of Christmas Vacation, eighties uh, and early nineties, to have a, a comedy that long. So uh, all right, right. I'm, I'm I'm two for two. I'm 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 doing good on these so far. Okay, now this one I knew you did in chunks because I did it minute by minute. What about planes, trains, and automobiles? What is going on at the one hour and fifty-five minute mark of planes, trains, and automobiles? Ooh, that's tough because that one is a little bit longer, but not much. Um, is it? Are the credits rolling? Is this during the credits at one fifty-five? No, you're even closer to home. This was this is a 93 minute movie. So oh, only 93 minutes. Oh, only 93 okay. minutes. 
All right. Packed so a lot that, into uh, those ninety. They did well. I mean, again, we know that there was there was another uh, two hours that was cut out mm-hmm. of the movie. Two hours and twelve minutes that was cut out of the of the original cut. So, you know, there yeah. is a cut where something is going on at the hour and fifty five minute, but no one has ever seen it. No one will. <laughs> no one has ever, ever seen it. it. Yeah. So, so it tells you the importance of uh, of good editing. Um, in, correct. That in, is correct. In podcasting as well as in the movies. Yeah. So yeah, John Hughes notorious would just let the cameras roll, and especially when you've got uh, someone like John Candy who, who who can do a lot of improv. You just let the cameras roll, and you run, you know, miles and miles of film or, or lots of uh, lots of bits if you're doing it digitally these days, and then uh, then you trust your editor to to turn it into a masterpiece. That is correct. Yeah. All right, so we we got six more, but we're 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 gonna do them quickly. So I'm just gonna name all six, and you will tell me if you think which of them uh, are still are still uh, running at an hour and fifty five minutes. Okay, so we got okay. Scrooge, Muppets Christmas Carol, Casablanca, which I think is something you haven't done yet, but it's something you marked that you want to do. Right, uh, right. Okay, um, this is Spinal Tap, Home Alone. And I know the the one that's going to be coming up uh, within the next few months, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Are any of those six movies still running at the hour and fifty five minute mark? And if so, what's going on? Well, I'm going to do a blanket no, with one possible exception. So, like, um, you know, Spinal Tap I know is eighty three minutes. Um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure will be our holiday special coming up uh, at the end of uh, this year, to, you know, just a couple months after this comes out. Um, we're covering that. Uh, I think the plan is doing it in nine chunks, and that's that's about 90 minutes. So each chunk will cover about 10 minutes of the film. Casablanca, the perfect uh, Hollywood film, is the perfect movie length, is, is 100 minutes, or maybe it's 101. It's right around there, um, which, again, that's, you know, if, if 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 you need a lot more time than two hours, you must be your 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 film better be a lot better than than Casablanca. Um, my only thing I'm not sure about is Home Alone, because again, there's there's so much happens in that film. There's so much action. There's so many different scenes. It seems weird that they'd be able to pack it all into a shorter length. Like I could see that running about two hours. I don't remember offhand. That's another one I'm going to guess, like, um, you know, were the, were the credits, would the credits be rolling at about an hour 55, closing in on two hours? Because the, the, the other, the rest of those, I'm, I'm very confident that the rest of those are, are long over and we're in the car, we're, we're on our way home by the time we reach this point. Okay, well, I, 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 I got to tell you that, that you, you're, you're uh, correct and incorrect at the same time, because none of them. Uh, reach the the the, okay. the hour and fifty five minute mark. Them. Not even not okay. even Home Alone. Home Alone is is also uh, uh, one hundred and three minutes. Okay, so Pee Wee's Big Adventure is ninety one minutes. Home Alone is is one hundred and three. This is Spinal Tap is eighty two minutes. Casablanca is uh, one hundred and two minutes. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol is eighty five minutes. Mm-hmm. And Scrooge is. Uh, 101 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So yes, you you, also, you are oh, correct that you every one of these movies that you picked is shorter than this movie. I know how to pick them. So it's only about That's 12 right. minutes off with Home Alone, but uh, 
Yeah, but you're again. You're other. You're you're almost home. I mean, depending on how far. Yeah. <laughs> you're. But you're I, on I, your way. I, I do like to keep them about a hundred minutes or shorter. That's that's my sweet spot. That's about my attention span for a film. <laughs> okay, I can, I can I can understand that. That that makes sense. I mean, uh, there. You know, for for me, I've done you know two comedies. Both of them were in the ninety minute marks. And then I've done two diehards, which are both slightly over two hours. And then I did The Great Escape, which was nearly three hours. You know, that was that yeah. was the inaugural one. So, you know, I, I I I might in the future go back to something that is a, that one of my choices for possibly season uh, eight is is something that that's a little more than two and a half hours. But I'm I'm still debating whether I'm gonna whether I want to go there or not. Uh, I I might. Who knows? Because it's it's still fun. If it, if it's a if it's a movie that 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 works, then why not? You exactly. Know? And and the movie that I'm contemplating doing, I think it won seven Oscars. So you know, it, it it's something that that people uh, you know did enjoy back in 1957 for sure. Hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. Exactly. All right. Uh, so Sean, do you want to uh, tell people where they can find uh, Sean German? Sure, you can find me um, for my podcasting stuff. I'm at nextscenepod.com for my podcast, uh, Next Scene, covering pop culture one scene at a time. And uh, as we alluded to earlier, uh, we do a holiday special around December, November, December, the end of each year. We've done that for the past, uh, I think this will be the sixth year. And uh, for this year, the um, our special will be Pee Wee's Big Adventure, uh, celebrating uh, the recently passed or recently departed Paul Rubens. Um, and we'll be covering that in uh, not minute by minute, but in uh, in, in nine chunks. So uh, probably about 10 minutes at a time. And uh, yeah, check that out. It's uh, nextscenepod.com and next scene, at nextscenepod on the social media. All right. And finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. And you can find me on my website, moverabminute.com. Just reminding everyone, come back again tomorrow. Tomorrow there will be another episode. We are having, we will have episodes uh, tomorrow and Sunday, and hopefully Sean will, will be back to join us for both of those uh, episodes. So until tomorrow, yippee kaye, yippee kaye. If you're fond of sand dunes and salty air, quaint little villages here and.